0: Well, we often talk about the food and beverage industry here in Dubai. And our next guest started out working in hospitality in the early 1990s, uh, working through all the great country pubs in his home county of Yorkshire in the United Kingdom. Uh, He's come back and forth after working at some of the biggest franchises and and hotels in the United Kingdom. And since returning here to the UAE in 2021, currently heads up all the operational aspects for Gates Hospitality's 13 restaurants and bars, including some of the most well-known brands for Food and Beverage, Folly, Reform, Publique, Bistro to arts, And he joins us here in the studio, Richard Cowling, the Director of Operations. Thank you very much for coming in the studio. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. How did you get time when you're running 13 different uh, places uh, to come in and join us? There's always some time. We just run around and (laughs) kind of uh, find it and make it and catch up later on. You're working with some of the biggest brands in food and beverage and and retail uh, in Dubai. And, And we were just discussing this off air. You know, it's a city that loves something new. How do you try and build a brand and, and keep its legacy going in, in a city like Dubai? Wow, it's difficult, right? Um, so many new concepts, so many
2: new um, concepts from outside and from around the world, always opening. I was reading just earlier this morning, uh, 60 new restaurants and bars and beach clubs opening in the next few months here in Dubai itself, Ooh. which it's um, it's mind boggling the numbers. But, but for us, especially with uh, reform and a reform brand, um we've been now just about to celebrate our 10th year birthday um and I was there at the opening of reform and I'm uh, I'm honored really to be still involved in that project I, I went away and then I, I've been back for the last 3 years um but reform has has found a home in people's hearts it's kind of it's got that real genuine homely feeling um and we refer to it as a brand and it is a brand um, but it's also quite unique in terms of the space and the, the 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 layout, the venue itself. It ticks a lot of boxes. So it ticks boxes for families. It ticks the boxes for um, late night drinks. We cover all the major sports. We've just we've just got. Our finger in so many pies down there, and you're also
0: doing cold water baths on the weekends. We do ice baths on ice the weekends. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> where, 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 where was the decision behind? Uh, we're a great venue for you know watching sport and having a meal. So let's come down and just sit in the ice bath for ten minutes. Yeah.
2: So we, um, number one, what a great hangover cure, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you've if you've been in reform late on the night before and then you need to freshen up a little bit, then um, then why not? Uh, we also have the gym facilities next door to us, which um, which share the same location. They're currently being re- renovated, um, so a lot of the members have been kind of looking. Oh, we normally do this on the weekend. We normally do that on the weekend, and they, and they're our friends as well. We've known them for ten years, um, so they're all getting a you know a little bit kind of oh we've got no to go anymore. We used to this, so we said oh well just come down and we'll do it. We've got some ice, you know. Uh, you might be a bit limited later on with your uh, with your drinks with ice <laughs> if you've used them all, but um it's part of what we do we are the community there we 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 own that space and and we, we operate there for 10 years it's um our, our guests are our friends they know us well and um yeah yeah trying to keep fresh and trying to keep different we're always looking at the next thing or trying to be the next thing or trying to find something that's a little bit different and a little bit out there some some of the big things that we've done over the last 10 years are The Harvest Festivals, the Winter Festivals, the Spring Festivals, really sort of iconic now for for reform. Um, But also the small things that touch the community. So, for example, we were one of the first licensed venues in um, the UAE to allow dogs. We're now so um, deeply into the the dog community. that we have a lot of vendors that use us now every time we do markets on a weekends as the weather's getting better, we always have people from the um the the pet suppliers the the dog friendly um sort of um smaller boutique kind of um, um sellers that 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 want to come and they want to use that space because they know that we've got that marketplace and we've got People will will use and buy from, and, and that's so. also
0: appealing uh, for someone who hasn't got a dog. But I love dogs. Yeah, it still creates a great environment. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And people ask us so many times, it's like, oh, why do you allow dogs? It's such a difficult thing. And then there's 100 kids running around and the dogs are much better behaved than the kids. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the kids is usually mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me, you know, there are so many things that you spoke about, uh, you know, with, with new ideas, new concepts, doing newer things. But what is the right formula? Or, or do you get to the right formula by doing some permutations and combinations, getting them right or getting them wrong? Dubai is still a new market and mm-hmm. it is still a market especially, you know, I've been here for thirteen years now, straight through. And it's changed so much in that thirteen years. Right. So it is always changing and it and it changes and certain things work and certain things don't work, and things that you think this is gonna work tremendously well falls flat on its face <laughs> and other things that you think, why on earth are we bothering to do that? Just absolutely fly. Well give us an example. <sighs> oh, I would more other restaurants that have opened, to be honest, and opened and closed and opened and closed. And I've seen them open and thought that Mm. is a bang on cert for the Dubai market. And two years later, it's it's not there anymore,
0: you know. And it's difficult to put your finger on it. You're running in the operations for 13 restaurants and bars. Uh, Dubai has such a huge delivery culture. You know, people uh, rely on ordering in and getting food. Does that factor into your food when you're developing a menu that? How is this food going to be transported, or do you have to focus purely on the restaurant first? We do in certain restaurants and certain venues, but delivery for us isn't
2: a number one sort of um, um, business stream. Um, we have. Um the, the cafe concepts that we operate ultra Brasserie, and we do a lot of delivery out of those, but it's mainly to local, very very close local. That said there's some dishes that we just would never put on a menu for a delivery um, because they won't they won't last well and they won't present well to the guests. So we would take that off the menu if it was a, it, that was the case.
0: The last couple of years everyone's been experiencing a, a, a rising cost of living you know with wages and uh, the cost of produce goes up. Uh, when it comes to cost management, what's the biggest challenge you face? Um, last
2: two years has been really um, ingredient-led so the, the price variance of some and, and again it's really random things that keep catching us out i mean we've we're talking a lot about olive oil at the minute because um, there's been a lot of drought in europe um, and the the price or the unit price of olive oil is expected to rise very sharply in the next sort of 12 months so there's things like that when you you're cooking and you're doing recipes and you're planning and you think, okay, my protein items are really the the key sort of like biggest cost items that we've got. Your meats, your steaks, your pieces of fish that are expensive, and then all of a sudden, whack, the olive oil's gone up by three times, and you think, where did where did that catch us? We weren't looking for that. Um, so it's really about you know just keeping a a, a tight eye on on every aspect, um, especially here because we are we are vulnerable to supply chain and. Mm-hmm. um incoming from different markets and um, and international supply chain so you know cost is definitely one thing but also another thing that is extremely
1: important over here is the cultural mix uh, when you when you're recruiting do you also keep an eye on what location you are going to set this restaurant up and thus uh, the cultural mix has to be right when you have uh, the recruitment done
2: Cultural mix, um, and I was asked actually by an agent, uh, recruitment agent, because we're doing some new projects at the moment. Similar question today, or what nationality? You want nationality? Nationality for us really insignificant. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for is personality, mm-hmm. um, ability to communicate in English, because that's Fair. what ninety-five percent of our guests or plus plus are, um, are using. Um, and again, personality. Because if we get the right people and they're able to communicate and they're confident enough, what mm-hmm. they look like or where they've come from isn't isn't really relevant anymore. Right. Um, I think again, just to go back and touch on the um, supply chain and mm-hmm. the kind of issues that we've that we've had, um, a lot of that now does seem to be stabilising. But one of the the bigger things that we're we're trying to encompass into our our menus and into our supply chain is to buy as many local items as possible so if it's produced locally and it's produced um either kind of organically or in some of the real real huge kind of um agri-tech facilities that are now being um being opened and being developed here in the uae then we've got control we're not in Mm. this kind of situation where we're reliant on uh, um, an outside or an international factor, or a, a drought here, or a, you know a, a conflict here, or something that, that stops that. So, we, we, we actively look to see, seek out new supply chain, new suppliers, and local suppliers wherever possible. Which that market space has changed unbelievably in the last five years yeah you, you unbelievably
0: me, you, you and that is true because people don't tend to often respect local produce but in the last yeah. couple of years a lot of the bio farms that have come about um, yeah. the produce is as good as anywhere in the world amazing amazing
2: if not better i mean the tech the absolute the tech involved in growing the items and the some of the ingredients that we're getting now and we were looking at maybe four or five lines five years ago now we're in the hundreds hundreds and hundreds of different lines that have been grown throughout the desert in climate controlled conditions and for the, um, you know, to have that set up and to see that development and that growth is is unbelievable.
0: Is that something that you don't want to promote or do you, do you enjoy putting in the local produce and, and having your customers not really notice where the the produce comes from? We
2: we talk about it a lot, but it's not not as kind of a PR and marketing perspective or a, a focal point. It's more of a, this is our culture and this is about what we want to
0: do and this is our value. So yeah but because um, I think most of us come from countries where you want to support local farmers, but you've never really had that opportunity here not at all not yeah. at all so actually
2: some of the menus in folly and now we're we're talking about reform in the general, but some of the menu items in folly we're planning six months ahead because we have the ingredients grown for us here in the in the UAE so we're talking to those those smaller sort of farmers and suppliers um, and they're planting now for us, and they're giving us a whole twelve month kind of Seasonal, uh, seasonal as Dubai yeah, right. gets, but there are a, a lot of um, smaller producers, and they're the sort of guys that we want to work with, and we want to we want to use that produce and
0: um, kind of present it in the best possible way. Uh, we've got to, we're speaking. To, sorry, Neil. No, go go ahead. No, I was going to say we're speaking to uh, we're speaking to the head of operations uh, across the Gates Hospitality Group with Reform, Social, and Grill uh, celebrating their tenth anniversary. Richard Cowling uh, is in studio uh, for someone who hasn't hasn't been to Reform. Uh, we've mentioned the dogs and we've mentioned <laughs> there's sometimes ice baths and, and markets, but um, what's been your main seller, the biggest seller over the last 10 years? Main
2: seller for us, and I think it always will be, especially over the weekend, is the roast. Yeah. So the Reform Roast, we were, uh, I think hotels, etc. were doing roast dinners and, and roast brunches. But 10 years ago, when we were the first um, true British gastro pub to come to market. Um, since then a lot have followed um, and a lot have done well and a lot have done not so well but we take that as a huge compliment that
0: we were the first and so many have opened subsequently yeah. well uh, because i grew up uh, in australia we had a, a similar tradition of a roast mm-hmm. it was different to a uk roast because i never had a yorkshire pudding till i came to the uae but have you ever had a yorkshire pudding near... i haven't yet see there I we go yet, and this yeah. is this You've is never the... had no, yet still i haven't yet you need to be there on the weekend <laughs> there tell you. it's like <laughs> a it's like a
2: pancake batter would you say it's a similar batter yeah but yeah. um it's egg um, flour and milk yeah so the classic recipe is same 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 so no matter how much you're making if you're making a small amount Mm -hmm. you have a small cup same amount a cup full of flour a cup full of um, milk and a cup full of egg mixed together seasoned and then in the oven,
0: hot fat, and um, and up she rises. And they tend to have it with the vegetables it, so. on the side, and the you know meat, and the gravy sauce, and all those sort of things. For,
2: for us, it's like a, a tank of <laughs> a tank of flour, <laughs> a tank of milk, and the tank we can do anything up to 800 on a Sunday. So.
0: And, and is that what people generally judge the meal on? How good the Yorkshire pudding is? Because I mean, you're from coming from Yorkshire, you're, you yeah. must be proud of these. You have to take it seriously for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's some family honours. Oh, stage. but how about that? You spend 10 years building a venue. <laughs> decor, menus, and it all comes down to your Yorkies, doesn't it? And your gravy. Yeah, and your gravy. gravy. Well, congratulations on 10 years <laughs> of Reform Social and Grill. Uh, I'm sure you've got a lot of 10-year um, anniversary events, festivals coming up the this whole weekend. Month, yeah, the whole yeah? month
2: is packed, absolutely jam-packed. We've got some, uh, some big, exciting reveals as well, some things that we've been working on. Um, we've got some party nights. We've got our um, big sort of uh, brunch at the end of the end of the month the big party brunch. So yeah, it's just gonna be a whole a whole month of, of activations, all tied in with the birthday parties. The staff are in their t shirts with uh ten years on them from this morning. So they've all
0: got a big smile on their face. Everybody's super proud of what we've achieved. Yeah, well, we'll have to come down there and watch a few cricket games if we uh, can get out of the studio. Richard Cowling, the Director of Operations from Gates Hospitality, congratulations on your success and thank you for coming in. Thanks guys. Thanks for having us. Talk one hundred point three.